everyone, it's Maria here. And on behalf of Simon and I, I'd just like to thank you for checking out our podcast. Before we get into things, I just want to let you know that this is only part of our online mini service. To check out the full service and find out more about Everyone Church, head to our website at everyonechurch.com.au. Hope you can check it out and see the full service. But for now, let's get into the podcast. Last week, we opened up our series on being planted, and we started off by focusing on what the church is, biblically. And, you know, the Bible doesn't define the church as a building or sandstone walls or stained glass. The Bible doesn't define the church as organized religion or an entertainment complex. No, uh, the church is biblically defined very clearly in the New Testament the Christian church, and I believe coming out of lockdown, all of us have to come to a fresh revelation and grounding biblically of why it is that we want to be planted in church and how we are planted in church. You know, uh, I noticed that last year and this year too, you know, there's a lot of Christian families out there who may have been part of church and and it all comes unraveled during a lockdown period where there is not a lot of church events happening, and they start thinking to themselves, well, you know what? I don't have to go to church. I don't have to be part of church in the way it was before. This is the new normal, isn't it? Isn't it like I can just tune into a video once a week, high five someone at the shopping center when I see them, maybe attend a small group every now and then, but surely there is more Bible-based reasoning of why people have engaged in the church and church community for thousands of years, and this is what we've been looking at. And uh, it's so important to be part of and planted in a church for real biblical reasons, not just churchy reasons or uh, cultural reasons, but biblical understanding. And I believe every Christian should be planted in a local church. I believe that with all my heart. I have been planted in a local church my whole Christian life. Um, Maria as well. We made a decision as a family to be planted in a local church, to let our roots grow deep into our local church community. And, you know, the church is described in the New Testament in a few ways. And last week we focused on two of them, and that is that the church is the body of Christ. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is part of it. This means that the church gets its identity, significance, and unity as a body of people in step with its relationship with Jesus. He's the head, we are the body. Uh, The church isn't just an organization, the church is an organism uh, connected and part of Christ himself. And that changes how we look at church when we realize that church is Christ's body. And also we looked at the fact that church is the temple of God. The New Testament church replaces the Old Testament temple. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 20, together we are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. 
And God dwells in this community of people called the church. When the church gathers, he is there. When the church moves, he is there. He's in the midst. And there is a unique and powerful dwelling of the Lord in the midst of his assembled people. The Greek word for Christian church is the word ecclesia. And ecclesia really means the gathering of God's people. It's not a reference to a building. It's the gathering of God's people in the world, not of the world, for the sake of reaching the world. Ecclesia, the gathering of God's people for God's purposes. And this is where we get the word ecclesiology, which is the theology of the ecclesia, the church, the theology of the church. And if you ever want to know more about that, that's what you look up, ecclesiology. And I believe that church is essential for Christian maturity. I believe that the church is essential for the health of our communities, even our secular communities. And I believe that every Christian should be planted in a local church. So today, let's shift our focus a bit. How do we know we are planted in a church or the church? How do we know where to be planted? Uh, What are the traits of a planted person? First off, I think it's important to note as a foundation, not just knowing what the the church is and why it exists biblically, but also we need to know as Christians, we are part of the body of Christ by faith. By faith. Belonging to him goes hand in hand with being placed in his body, okay, in his church. And I'm not part of the body of Christ when I'm accepted by people. No, I'm part of the body of Christ when I'm accepted by God. Okay? You are not alone. You are not rejected. You have been placed into a spiritual family. It says in John chapter 1, verse 12, But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. We are part of God's family because of him. Okay? Not because of a dynamic church program. No, it's because of him and it's for his pleasure and glory. So before we even wade into the waters of being planted in a local church, we must know that we are planted in his body by his grace. Amen. In 1 John chapter 3 verse 1, it says, see how very much our father loves us for he calls us his children. And that is what we are. And this is why we can go on a mission trip or visit another culture or another part of the country and get a sense right away that we're family because we are family. I remember uh, a couple years ago, Maria and I, we we led a missions trip up to Darwin and we visited uh, an indigenous community. And these are people that, that live differently than us. But there was a sense of family because we are family. We're the family of God. Let's not confuse the bigness of being part of the family of God with the smallness of the local church community we are part of. And I believe there are two levels. There's the church, the family of God that we're part of by faith, by God's grace, by his adoption of us as children of God, his family. And then there's the local expression of the church. Everyone church is not the church, but it is a church. It is the local church and, and that is being planted and formed right now. And if we start thinking of the local church 
as the only family of God, then we can slip into a mindset where we feel displaced in any other church context. And that's not the case. God is big. God's family is big. Uh, and, and even so, well, we can't ignore the fact that we also find our place in a local church home, okay? A place of covering, a place, a home base, as it were. And so we're going to shift here and, and talk a little bit more about what it means to be planted in a church, in my church, or in your church. It's where the church becomes my church. I'm not talking about mine as in like, this is my my church. I'm the boss around here. No, no. He, he, Jesus is the head of his church. But it's when the church becomes your church being planted. So where is your church? I know many of you are saying, well, everyone churches is our church. Yes. And we're in that process of, of planting ourselves, even us as pastors, we're planting ourselves in this new church, everyone church. Where's your home base? You know, everyone church, is part of the church, but it also is becoming our church. Amen? Our church. This is becoming our home base. So I want to go through what I believe to be five traits of a planted person. And it's not the five, the ultimate, you know, foundation of being planted, but as I've been studying and contemplating about what it means to really be planted and looking at what the Bible says, I, I believe that these five traits are really key to being planted in a local church. And they're very practical and they can help us assess and say, you know what, have I ever actually been planted in a church or am I planted in this new local church? Um, and the first really picks up on where we have been speaking on already today. And that is a planted person knows this is where God has placed them. Finding a local church to be planted in is not all about taste and style and events and opportunities. Oh, will I get to preach here? I'm not going to get to preach here, so I'm going to go over here. And those things are somewhat important when it comes to unity and being able to pursue vision and a common goal together. But ultimately, big picture here, we need to ask the question, is this where God wants me to be planted? Is this where God wants my family to be planted? It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18, but our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. It's up to him. And I love the way the new King James version puts that same verse. It says, but now God has set the members, each one of them in the body just as he pleased. To be planted in the local church, it helps to know that God has put you there. God has put you there for, for this time. Does that mean you're going to be there forever? Well, that, that's up to God, right? Uh, and, you know, if we jump on a church train uh, for fickle, offended, temporal reasons, it's only a matter of time before we hop off and get on another one. Okay, and that's not what being planted is all about. We should know that God has put us here for this season in his timing for his pleasure. Yeah, it settles us like it plants us when things get uncomfortable. It plants us when we get offended or when things don't go exactly how we would want it personally. No, no, being planted is about what does God say about this? And I would say about all of your life, you should ask the question as a Christian, what does God say about this? What does God say about this job 
that I want to take? What does God say about this uh, move that we want to make with our family? That we should be taking it to the Lord and asking him, what does he want us to do? Now, prior to stepping out on this church planning journey, Maria and I were planted in Imaginations Church which you've heard about if you've been part of our church in, uh, in any way. They're supporting us and, and sending us to plant this new amazing church. But we were planted in that church for over 20 years. And I was on staff there for 10 years. Was it ever hard? Yes. Uh, did we ever disagree? Yes. Uh, but there was just this sense that, hey, this is where God had planted us. And to be honest, the option of moving here and there just wasn't really on the table for us. Like we just never really considered it too much because we knew that's where God was planting us. And if we were going to move, then it would be up to him. He would need to uproot us. And sometimes he does. And guess what? He did. <laughs> he he moved us and we're doing everything in our power to make sure that 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 transplanting into church planting is done peacefully and well. And you know what? It's so amazing to be able to do it with the support of our pastors and and, and the prayer of our pastors and the help and resource of our pastors. It's amazing. And I know that there are times where God moves us from one church to another uh, for any kind of reason, seasonal reason. Sometimes he moves us to protect us. Sometimes he moves us to position us for his calling. But we need to settle ourselves as Christians and know, hey, is this where God is planting me? Is this where God wants us? He knows. He knows what he's doing. Amen. Sometimes we think we know what we're doing. No, no. He knows what he's doing in the, in these seasons and situations. This is why it helps to pray. It helps to ask God, where do you want me, Lord? You know, as we've had people come in to our church uh, and, and inquire about our church, uh, we've generally had the same conversation with every single person. And that is, you need to know that God is calling you here because we've been praying that the Lord would bring the right people for the right time to help us launch this church and help us establish an amazing community changing church. But we need to make sure that people who are coming have a sense that, hey, the Lord is planting me here because that's going to help us with longevity. That's going to help us move forward. And, uh, you know, when we are, um, uh, when we were planning this church plant and, and, and praying it through and talking with our pastors and figuring out, I, I really, um, I had this like, uh, I guess you'd call it like a, a vision from the Lord. It wasn't anything like, you know, the skies opening up or anything like that. So I want to make sure uh, I say this right and with reverence. But um, as we were praying through thinking about this church plant, um, I just saw this vision of, of a plant that had been uprooted. And it had really great roots, but it was looking for a place to be planted. It was like I saw like a hand holding a plant, right? And this plant was looking for good soil to be planted. And my prayer and Maria's prayer as well has been, Lord, make us good soil. Make us good soil because we believe God is going to bring good people to be planted in this house. So a planted person knows this is where God has placed them, where he wants in his timing for his pleasure. And our second trait of a planted person is that a planted person knows this is where they find community. God has not designed us to be self-contained. No, he's designed us to be interweaved in community. 
uh, we've spoken about this a lot before here because it's something we really value as a church that we want to have a great culture of community and friendship because Christianity is communal. Uh, God uses the people around me to help achieve his purposes within me. And maturity in the Lord always happens, not just on my own, it happens when iron sharpens iron, when you get around people who help you mature and move forward. It's in the church community where my character is formed. It's in the church community where I find friends who help me carry the burden of life. Flying solo, you're flying solo. In a church community, you have help, you have support, you have a sense of brothers and sisters and people around you that can pray with you and pray for you. It's in a church community where I find unity with others that command a blessing from God. You can see Psalm 133 for references on that. And the ecclesia of God, the gathering of believers, it's not just a meeting. It's a community. It's a community of people. People gathered together for a common unity. It says in Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 44, describing the New Testament church, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders, and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. And that looks to me like a great community to be part of. People together with a common unity, common purpose, under the headship of Jesus. It says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16, He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow, so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. We are better together, helping each other grow. Uh, and it leads us right into number three, and that is a planted person knows this is where they contribute. So a planted person knows this is where God has placed them. A planted person knows this is where they find community. And a planted person knows this is where they contribute. I believe that contribution is such a strong evidence of a person being planted in a local church. Helping others grow is what we just read in Ephesians. Not just consuming, but contributing, okay? Uh, are you really planted in a church if you just show up, attend, consume, and leave? I doubt it, okay? There, there needs to be a sense of contributing. And what is your contribution to your local church. Now, I know we're in a unique situation where we're in lockdown and we're a church plant, so the opportunities to contribute might seem sparse, uh, and we are, and that this is going to pick up over time, don't you worry. But let's not just think that our contribution to the local church is all about our contribution to an in-person church service. It's much more than that. We can contribute to our local church through prayer. Uh, for praying for one another, for our community, uh, for our pastors and leaders. We, we contribute to our local church through volunteerism, uh, through helping achieve the vision of the local church together. We contribute to our local church financially. Uh, we, we believe in tithing and giving, and I believe that tithing is not a law or, or all about percentages, but 
the it's a biblical principle and the new testament pattern if you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16 for example the beginning of it is that giving should be planned and it should be consistent okay and you should decide in your own heart what you are to give and obviously i'm not scared to talk about giving financially my wife and i do it we've been doing we we give to missions we tithe i believe it's a biblical principle and we've seen god's blessing in our life because of it i really have and that also helps me put money in its place. That money doesn't rule my life. No, that God is who is ruling my life. Amen. So, and we also uh, contribute to our local church with encouragement. Encouragement, bringing generosity in our words, uh, encouraging one another. Uh, Before you criticize and correct the church you're planted in, you better make sure you have lots of encouragement in the bank. You know, it's kind of like, a, like an ATM. You deposit encouragement. Depo- and there are some times you might need to withdraw. <laughs> but listen, you need to make sure that you're encouraging. Come on, we need your encouragement. Let's encourage one another. And we also uh, contribute to our local church with our engagement. Our engagement in the vision of the church, our engagement in in what is happening in the community, man, I can't tell you. Like, like it, it can be frustrating uh, when you're when you're part of a church community and there's people who are out of touch or out of date. They have no idea what's going on, which has not been the case in every one church. We found that a high majority of people, if not everyone, has been right on track with what we're doing. We see it in our service engagement. We see it in every part of what our church is doing. And I hope we're doing a good job in communicating what's going on and keeping you up to date. But we contribute to the church we're planted in because we want to help that church community grow. And not just numerically, but grow in maturity, grow in Christ, and also grow in our impact in reaching others for the sake of the gospel. Amen? So there's lots of different ways. We contribute with prayer, volunteerism, financially, encouragement, engagement, and all these these are, are ways in which we contribute to the church we're planted in. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12 says this, Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work, and build up the church, the body of Christ. I love this verse because each of those gifts represent people, different people. God uses people's gifting and contribution to help build up the church, his body. Isn't that amazing that God would use us? Well, first of all, that he would give us giftings and then call upon those giftings in contribution to build up the church. Amazing. Just more evidence of God's graciousness upon us. Where once we were disqualified, distant from God, dead in sin, he calls us alive in Christ. He gifts us and then calls upon those giftings to contribute to the building up of his church. Amazing. Praise God for it. So what is your contribution going to be to the church you're planted in? What is your contribution going to be to everyone? Church. And I believe that As time goes on and as we uh, start to unfold uh, how this church is going to function and work and programs and all this kind of stuff, I believe that God is bringing the right people for the right time with the right gifting to help achieve the purposes of growing this church 
everyone church. Amen. And and we're here uh, uh, to talk about it. We'd love to talk about it. Hey, join the launch team. Fill out a launch team form. Let's chat about it. Let's find a place where you are gifted, where you are passionate, where you can contribute to the church you're planted in. So a planted person knows this is where God has placed them. They know this is where they find community. And they know this is where they contribute. And next week, we're going to conclude with the final two. Bit of a cliffhanger. Apologies. But these first three, even just looking at these, are you planted? Um, <laughs> are you in the process of being planted? Have you ever been planted? Have you ever uh, known that, hey, God has placed me here for such a time as this? And known, hey, this is where I'm going to find community. And known, hey, this is where I'm going to contribute. Okay, come on. These are traits of planted people. And we want to be people who are planted in God's church, not just the church and the family of God, big picture, but also finding our place in the body, in the local church. Amen. Let me pray. Lord, I thank you for every person that's leaning in, that's looking to be planted in every one church. And I pray that you would help us, Lord, help Maria and I as pastors and, 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 our, and our team, help us find a way to put everyone in a place where they will flourish, where they will contribute, where they will um, be excited and passionate about what is happening. And Lord, I just declare that everything that's happening here is for your glory. It's for you. It's for reaching your world. And I pray for people who are on this, wherever they are on this process of being planted, I ask that you would lead them, that, that you would guide them, that you would give them clarity that where they need to be planted and that you would give them courage to contribute. Lord, that you would give them a sense of, of knowing that this is where their community will be in their local church. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Everyone, church, I hope you have an amazing week. And next week, we're going to finish this off. And I hope that this series has encouraged you. Hey, for many of us, we can get together. It's been awesome seeing online people catching up, having coffee, having meals. Let's continue to engage in community. And maybe our first step of contribution is actually to contribute to our community being built as a church. Amen. Have an awesome week.